Coming up this week on Kings of the Rings podcast, Happy New Year, everybody. We are going to kick off this year with a bit of a roar, a big roar, a young lion roar for Bacchus. Mr. YLP finally makes his way onto the show to help us preview something that neither Will or I actually watch constantly, Wrestle Kingdom 18. Uh, it's going to be a pretty wild time, but Stephen A. Smith of WrestleAddict Radio has finally joined the chat here on the award-nominated Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on WrestleAddict Radio, episode number 364, Thy Kingdom Come, and it starts right now. It's so good to be back. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Kings of the Rings podcast, episode number 364, Thy Kingdom Come. Now on the award-nominated wrestling podcast, 2024 finalists for the best wrestling podcast by the Sports Podcast Awards. If you would like to vote for us, please click the first link in the description below. I'm your host, King Ricky Rose, uh, along with uh, somebody who it is maybe the new year, but it is the same flat earther. Will Tarashak, how are you, Will? You just call me a flat earther? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've been called a lot of things in a flat earth, new year, same flat earther. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> all right, all right. Guess what, flat earther, guys? Guess what? It's an ice wall all around you. I was in a plane the other day, and let me tell you, it's flat as fuck up there. So yeah, I'm Will A-R-A-S-H-U-K. I can go along with bitch just like that. That's what takes that's what takes to be a good podcast host. So yeah, you're welcome, audience. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yes, and also with us for the first time ever, the final member of Wrestlatic Radio to make his way on to the show. He is the host of the Young Lions Perspective podcast. I call him the Stephen A. Smith of Wrestle Attic Radio, Mr. YLP himself, Zach Razika. Zach, how are you? Ah, you saved the best for last, and the best is always good. How the hell y'all doing? What's going on, guys? Mr. YLP has finally made it into the KOTR realm, and it is quite cozy. I'm not going to lie. The spread is beautiful. 2024 is here, and I could not be more happier to be on the show with you guys. Ah, and it's actually been a while since I've actually done podcasting, too. So let's see, let's see how rusty I am on this, uh, these platforms here. Yeah, yeah, we're, we are going to talk about that. We are going to get you onto the first guest game in just a moment. But you have not actually done an episode of podcasting in any way, shape, or form uh, for, what, four or so months now. So my first question to you is, how are you feeling? How are you How are you doing? Where I'm at right now, brutally honest with y'all, mm-hmm. I'm in a better position than I was when I was in September. That's good. Um, let's just, like, say, like, the entire summer – of last year, still getting used to saying that, um, was wild. We all knew what the pro wrestling shit that went on all summer last year was just nuts. And so getting through all that, getting through my Labor Day weekend extravaganza and immediately felt burnout. And I knew it too. I knew it was coming. And then getting my mentals right. Safe to say, um, I will be getting back into the swing of things very very soon and because of the fact that you know it's wrestle kingdom literally tomorrow um yeah i'm gonna have to talk about that so yeah i'm I'm ready to get back in the swing of things i'm saying that exclusively to y'all real quick you know ylp podcast will be coming back very soon 
Very, very good, very, very good. And uh, Wrestle Kingdom is happening at literally like 2.30 in the morning. Uh, so he's <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time uh, with all of that. So we gotta get our predictions in and out as quick as possible. But since you are on the show for the first time, it is time for Will's. I've seen Will. Will's favorite show, the first guest game hosted by Will Tarashak. Will, we are going to start this in three. Two and one. Let's All get this right. going. It is time for the first guest game. Look at that. Look at that stinger. Isn't that pretty? Nice little pretty old stinger. All right. Yeah, right. Mr. YLP. I've had you on a podcast of mine before. It's shout out to my time with Zach on the Talking With Tarish podcast. Rest in peace. Hell podcast. yeah. That was a ha- Not even going to lie. That was a time, bro. And I still see like the reels on IG every once in a while of like what we were, what we were doing on that show. It was nuts. Dude, it took me a long it was a movie. time to post all those reels too. I was just like, I got so many of these Worth in the bank. every moment. Dude, yeah, worth it. I, I cut the shit out of that podcast. But that's a story for another day. We played the unknown, unnamed nonsense game. Ricky was an alumni of that show as well. We played unknown, unnamed yeah. nonsense. Yes, was, I am. That was a lot of fun. Anyway, first guest game. So the first question of the first guest game, where we ask all of our first guests, how did you become a wrestling fan? What got you into this crazy world of sports entertainment, a.k.a. professional wrestling? <sighs> Who do we have to thank? Believe it or believe to thank Hogan fucking Goldberg. Without that match as a kid at like nine years old, none of the, I would not be sitting here with you all today, hundred percent. That night, beautiful. Everything as a kid, you just like you want Goldberg. I love Hogan too, but I wanted Goldberg to win. And yeah, in Atlanta in the Georgia Dome uh-huh. at nine, you sold me. So you you stumbled across it, or someone introduced it to you? Um, I stumbled across it myself because I just was was like. Saturday afternoons, you just seen like WCW Saturday night, and yeah. I'm just like watching my grandma in the background talking mess. It's like, you know, it's fake, right? It's not fake. <laughs> what did I know, right? Anyway, Even at a well, young age, he knew it was scripted. Yeah, it's it's choreographed. Everything <laughs> still hurts. It was like I saw a clip not too long ago of uh, Roddy Piper. This was in like '97. Roddy Piper and someone else on like a show. I think it was. Uh, not Bill, Bill Maher. It was not his real, uh, real time. Oh, oh, oh. It was, I know the one you're talking about. It was like about. politically, and politically incorrect. I think the name of the show Bill was. Meeting. And Bill yeah, Maher was like, incorrect. he's Roddy fake, destro- okay? He's like, Roddy destroyed him. Yeah, he's like, there's no bumps or bruises or scars. Which I, never, I never thought about it. Like, yeah, wrestlers don't really get bruised, which I remember, which I think was fucking wild to me. But Piper's just like, Look at this hip. It's like, do you see this hip? And he's like, I'm about to smack the shit yeah. out. I'm about to Vader you. He literally dropped. Right he literally dropped his pants. Yeah, he, he like, his buckle, no dropped his sh- pants. Like, this is my hip. <laughs> this is my hip. <laughs> like, look at it. Touch it. Touch it. <laughs> like, oh my god. Fucking nuts, dude. So yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Anyway, okay. Second question of the first guest game: Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? And who is your favorite wrestler, wrestler currently? And tell me why both are Jungle Boy. <laughs> you wish on your life it was, but it, it is definitely not, unfortunately for you, sir. No, all time, Austin, 100%. He yeah, yeah. is. All right, yeah. Yeah, like, like 100%, like, he's the reason, like, I am the smartass that I am because I saw that portrayed on telly, and I'm just like, I can do that too. And then I have to run and found out with my mom's, but that's a whole different story for another day. Um, well, no, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> Please do not tell me you gave your mom a stone cold stunner. No, 
Oh, what okay. a shopping cart. Right. You gave it a bird. <laughs> you f- oh wow. And you and you yeah. live to tell the story. Hi. <laughs> you know, I, I gave my mom the bird too on accident one time. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, my older brother and I think his friends were talking about it. And they're like, hey, Will, go up to your mother and ask what this means. So I was probably like, I was probably like five. And I go, I go, my mom's, I remember, I'll never forget this. My mom's doing the dishes. And I, I tug on her leg. I go, mom, what does this mean? And I'm like pointing it in her face. <laughs> like, what does this mean? <laughs> and my mom just like, looked look at her face was just like, who taught you this? <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's amazing. So yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I flipped oh. off my mom. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't get hit with the wow. plate she was washing or the pan. <laughs> yeah. My God. Okay. What was that? Was no, no, no. So, so Stone Cold, Stone Cold favorite of all time. Who's your favorite wrestler currently? Yeah. Oh. I always have like, these three people in my head like, all the time, but I always know it's one. It's Osprey for me right nah, now. Nah, Jungle Boy, I know. I knew it's Jungle Boy. <laughs> no, no, no. Will no, Osprey? No. Okay. Will Osprey. Yeah. He's... He... How? Because it's usually between him and Moxley for me at all times. Like, okay. it's, it's always those two. Okay, it's not bad. I like but, that. Like, right now, Osprey's that dude going in. All right, well, all right. I can't, I can't argue. I, I got a fellow Will's got to support his Will's. So, yeah, Will Ospreay for the Will's. That's win. true. Um, there you um, go. The you Legion have, of Will's. You have a non-wrestling God. fan coming over to your house, and you have to show him one match, show them, him or her, one match to try and get them hooked on wrestling. What match do you show them and why? Omega Okada 2 out of 3 falls match. Oh. And it's not even like. No hesitation. Oh. Wow. No. You know, that, usually people like have to think about that. It's a tough nope. question. It's a very tough question. It Not is. in my mind. Dude, I'll, I will put it like this. And, I, and this is like like legitimate. This is like one of those matches and one of the very few matches in my life that literally brought me to tears. Wow. Oh. Okay. To me, that was – there's a reason that – I forget what thing it was, like 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Like, that's the reason that was my match of the year. That match, like, easy. Like, I, like, you want to see theater. You want to see, like, what I believe pro wrestling is. I will put that match on. We will sit back. We will have popcorn and snacks and drinks, and we will watch. That's I, rem- it. I remember seeing Omega Kata 2, I think, um, obviously on the stream because I'm not paying for NJPW World. Thanks, Dave. Um, but <laughs> I... I- I think that's I think that's the one I saw. I was like, wow, this is really good because it was a very seamless. If I remember correctly, it was a very seamless. Uh, it was kind of a, a spectrum of sports and entertainment where you had the two out of threes. And what I think I remember, I think I commented on the show about it. What I liked about it was that you actually saw breaks in between the falls where they can like recover. Yes. So it made it look kind of like a boxing match, but it wasn't a John boxing Bucks match. in the corner of Omega, and I believe Gato was in the corner of Okada with that match. Yes. Yeah, no, that was it was it was that was a really really good match. I remember that. That's a really that's, that's like, a really smart um, that's a really smart thing to do. Like that's a really nice little detail. Um, yeah. In kayfabe, just to give him like you know give him three minutes or a minute or two in between. Absolutely. It sells it because otherwise two or three falls. It's like why don't you just pin him twice? He's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, they it's, like, it's designated they... rest period. That's actually really smart. Yeah. 
Yeah, like the like everything about ring like ring psychology in that match was just on ten for me. And there's just no other like I think if I'm not mistaken, that was one of the like at the time the rare six star match given by Dave Meltzer. Yeah, yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Was that before but, he started doing like decimal points? Six probably five point two three. Nah, yeah, he, but if he I'm, started I'm doing not mistaken, he gave that six. Yeah, he said like he he put that like that was like his rare six. No, he would. Do, he, was would just do, like, he would do three and a quarter, and like the early aughts. Yeah. in the nineties, that's a yeah. He would he would do a quarter, three quarters, or I just said done. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was probably one of his first six star matches. Yes. Now Melta loves making sure his own method doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's very true. That's a very true statement. I don't understand it either, but I'll deal with it. Did that match have a a promo video? Because I, I remember I asked this question. The caveat is like the promo video leading up to the match is included in the match because when you're showing someone a wrestling match mm. for the first time, like they need to know the story going in, so they're invested in it, and then the match yeah. itself needs to tell a good story. Or something like I just want to show someone a bloodbath. Which is just like that's I get it because <laughs> it's entertaining as well. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm gonna show yeah, someone JBL go. Eddie Guerrero in this watch the face. <laughs> See, the only thing that sucks about that, yeah, the only thing that sucks about that match though is like the the entire promo video is literally in Japanese. So um, yeah, we're gonna figure that out. We'll figure it out later. Okay, that's fine. I know subtitles. Oh, whatever. All right, let's keep going. Um, we'll figure it out. What's your finisher, bitch? So if you were a wrestler, what would your finisher be? Describe it and give it a name. I've already had it in my head like for years. It's like the name of my finisher. It's called the Black Dahlia. And it's literally wow, like the murders. And I've been kind of fumbling around with it That's every so Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um fumbling with like how I would do the finisher, like so like like modified like modified moves. But yeah, literally, um Tiger Driver ninety one, I believe. Okay. Or, yeah. I, I like Either either that or I literally because like like the way I see it is like a literal like modified J driller, but I literally literally want to sell it to like it's destroying your neck. I want you to go out, type of thing. Okay. Like I want to like yeah. So like, what's that setup like then? Are you doing like fireman's carry? Are you doing double under, double under? Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm thinking full double like double under hood, and just lay, like just laying it in. Okay. Like sit down, sit down, and just. So you're gonna double underhook. You're gonna lift them up. Are they going? Is their stomach on your shoulder, and then you're like kind of giving them a driver? Yeah, hundred percent. That can be done in a weird way, but it can be done. Yes, it can. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to like like look like damn. He he destroyed that man with that move. So it's like a mix of a it's a mix of like a double underhook power bomb mixed with like a Rikishi driver. Yeah. It's just did a pearl rubble plunge. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his name did. Uh, wasn't that uh, Ahmed Johnson? Absolutely not. Ahmed Johnson. Yes. Ahmed Johnson. He had yes. a pedigree. Lifted him up and then power bombed him. Fant- phenomenal yeah. finisher. That would be mine. That yeah. was. I think that was my original favorite finisher. Like my, the first one. I was like, that's freaking awesome. Like yeah, I always, I always say like I'm gonna do it. I always start in a pedigree position. And I'm gonna either lift you up and take it to an Alabama slam, or I'm gonna per- slam you down like a pearl rubble plunge. My finishing, move, my finishing move is definitely a power bomb. I, I'm a sucker for a good power bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very fair, very fair. All right, We're, we got two more, right? Yeah, we have two more. Yeah, two more. What's the, what's the, what am I missing? 
The one that you're missing is the one that just, I, this is why I write stuff down. So I take notes, folks. Um, uh, how did you find out about oh, this? Even right, though we know this, question. we yeah. know this question. But I, how did you find you out? Know. Why, you know this question because the answer is always the same, Ricky. Well, no, you were a part of this one. I was. I remember. Actually, yes. I remember. I remember, yes. the, I remember the phone call. Yeah. Yes. No, so, like, we, are we telling the whole thing? Because I can tell yeah, the whole story. Go into it. Yeah, yeah go into yeah. it. We, okay, so <laughs> as, a, as a crazy lad going into, like, towards the end of 2019 um, and me talking a whole bunch of mess on, you know, Twitter and whatnot, X, whatever you want to call it, I don't care. Um, all of a sudden, I become, like, you know, cool with these two happening cats, you know, by the name of, you know, Will and Ricky. But it was more so just talking just mess me over Twitter. Was, it was me and It was more so well. Ricky. It was more so Ricky, but, you know, Will, Will Spirit was there nonetheless. Um, so, yeah, I'm going back and forth with Ricky a lot. But, you know, having our spats, having our somewhat disagreements, but also at the same time, you know, agreeing on certain things. That same time period going into 2019, I'm somehow nominated for, you know, the Wrestling Podcast Awards for Newcomer of the Year, which I didn't even see coming. I didn't know what was happening. and I didn't even know it was a thing. And I'm just like, what? So after that, basically, you know, I get a hit up by Mr. Ricky. We talk a little bit, wanted me to bring me into the fold. And then that's when I also met Will, the beautiful devil he is. And we all had a nice little kumbaya session, little trio session, if you will. And it somehow we became like, the vibe was right. It felt good to actually like see the vision that y'all had for WrestleLytics Radio moving forward and i was was just like oh like hey i was over the moon to just like wait all of this is happening at once like that but then like actually talking with you guys and getting to know you guys a little bit it just felt right and i'm just like i would not have i would be a fool to say no to this opportunity and somehow four years later we are still here how the hell did we do yeah that's very true i remember uh i remember i remember that suggesting it to will and then I had Will listen to your show. Yeah, and I think that's what so, that's what sold Will. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I heard I heard it was a solo show, and yeah. I struggle greatly listening to solo shows because I can't keep focus. Um, total me problem. I also can't do solo shows for the same reason because I just go on and on and on and on. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. But listen to your <laughs> show, and I think it was the music you put under it. It was the background music, I think, for yeah. you, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, this is phenomenal. Like, I can actually listen to it and pay attention and understand what you're saying. Yes. And I was like, this is a phenomenal podcast. He's like, I want, don't want to talk about bringing them on. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. There's only a couple of solo shows that I will tolerate, and they all have to be wrestling shows. One is Mr. YLPs, and the first one is Mance. I think Mance does an absolutely phenomenal mm-hmm. one-man show. Like shout out to Man Chappell on the Mr. One Club. time for Man Chappell, where like dude, yeah. I yo yeah. Mance's one man shows were amazing, especially when he gets mm. mad. When he would, there was a <laughs> time. Gets, gets <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg versus Wyatt. Was, that's all you need to hear. There was a there was a series because he used to do retro stuff. He did game show NXT for a while. That was amazing. He recapped the game show NXT and he he hated it. It so was I so I funny. In, in our group chat, always complaining about like 2001 WCW. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, why I complaining about 2001 WCW? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? I'm right there. Shout out to Mance, man. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, hope Mance, hope is, doing well. Mance is doing well. Yeah. All right. Final question, Will. Final question. I remember this one. I can't forget this one. The final and most yeah. important question of the first guest game. Are you? 
Team Slack, or are you team? Fuck you, Slack. Don't answer all at once. Always and forever, team. Fuck you, Slack. Yeah, you, you and everyone else. That's right, baby. I've been since day one, since and day it's one. not even close, dude. <laughs> day one <laughs> issue, indeed, bro. It's always team. Fuck you, Slack. Out of yeah. love and respect. That's why. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, the Slack gets no love and or respect from me at all. Never. I know that you didn't sense the sarcasm. How dare you? <laughs> Never ever from me. It's, I gotta keep on living the game. And so that concludes our first guest game. Welcome to the show, finally, Mister YLP. Yeah. So let's get into before we get into Wrestle Kingdom and all that shenanigans that it's going to be. Let's go into uh, the shenanigans that happen to be AEW World's End emanating from Long Island in New York uh, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, which no one calls it NYCB Live, you sissies. Um, so <laughs> I haven't. I'll I'll be totally truthful with you guys. I haven't watched the show at all. I saw and I saw what I needed to see. Eddie Kingston, uh, an alumnus, an alumnus of the show, uh, my first interview ever, won the Triple Crown or AEW oh, version yeah. of the Triple Crown. He is now the NJPW Strong Champion. He's the ROH Champion, which, yay, ROH. Um, and he is also uh, the new, well, you'll love us. He is the newest AEW Continental Champion because they needed another belt. So, oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah. What the yeah. fuck is the Continental Championship? I don't know, but it's a the, thing now. Is this the, the, is this like the Atlantic Championship? Or whatever it was? They got rebranded? So they have the International that, and now they okay, have so the Continental. International and Continental? Yeah. Yes, yes. So they that is split correct. Intercontinental with the two words. It's made of two belts. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. For fuck's sake. <laughs> they didn't even call it the Continental Heavyweight Championship. Do, do, That's they, just do like... they have the debut belt? You debut with a belt and then you just lose it to the next person who debuts? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, no. apparently. You should have it. So that happens. Congratulations to Eddie Kingston. I, they, my only regret is I didn't see Eddie Kingston win, win, some, win another significant title in person because I will always support Eddie Kingston because he's freaking awesome. Yeah, um, hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah, Bars. um, yeah. Uh, Adam Cole, surprise, surprise, was the devil who didn't see that coming a mile away. Uh, MJF Dude, has been successful. Fool themselves <laughs> into thinking it wasn't too. It was. They were trying so hard They're to like, it's actually Goldberg, do it. I'm just like, guys, it's it, it's, I'm, I'm like, it's cold, dude. Like, I, I, I wasn't even like watching the product, and everybody, I, I even knew like Adam Cole was the guy. I'm like, it's just right there. Yeah, I mean, the guy the, who's his best friend is actually gonna turn. No way, it's wrestling. Like, Jungle Boy, I think was one. <laughs> Oh, there are so many people who thought it was. My favorite one was um, somebody, I saw it on a tweet. Somebody said, uh, they said AEW has the opportunity to do something great and have the devil be Shane McMahon. See, that oh, God. Dude, that, that, <laughs> that was brilliant. I would have started watching AEW. Like, you know what? I, you know what? I would have bought a seat so I can sit in the no seat section. Uh, <laughs> That's deep. It would have been That's great. Deep. So MJF lost the title clean as a whistle, by the way, to Samoa Joe. Uh, MJF has been written off TV. If anybody's read his Players Tribune article, the thing that was interesting, a couple of things were interesting. He was just kind of being a Long Island guy for a while, for for a lot of that, uh, what what he wrote. Uh, The other thing was he he said he had not re-signed with AEW 
by the way, AEW turned five on January 1st. Uh, so five years of AEW, we can do a whole fiasco about that. Um, he had not re-signed with, any, with AEW. And number two was one of the things that I thought really stuck out because he posted this before the day before his match. He goes, I'm tired. He's like, I'm tired, I'm hurt. And in my mind, I said, he's dropping. Yeah. So he said he's tired. He's heard he's going to take some time off, which means he's going to go into contract negotiation. And who knows when... Straight to the Rumble. (laughs) 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 He's he's calling a shot right now. He's saying Rumble. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he's going to take some time off, and we'll see when MGF shows up. The other thing that happened, uh, which was an interesting thing that occurred as well, is they had... This whole, all these allegations came out about Chris Jericho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what happened he, there? It, Somebody explain okay, that. So, what happens? Was yeah, he being a creepy right, so, old man? It sounds, so the allegations, Chris Jericho was being a creepy old man, the biggest smoking gun by some random, some random person who's part of the IWC said that he had proof, or the story is that Chris Jericho made an advance on Smiley Kylie Ray, and mm-hmm. um, an unwanted advance on Smiley Kylie Ray, and that was the reason for her leaving the company. Uh, so that that's what it was. Uh, this came out before. And then Chris Ergo also got in some shit about saying that he never signed an NDA for anything because there was a rumor going around that everybody involved, or it might be true, everybody involved in the original brawl out had to sign an NDA to never talk about it. Yeah, I heard and so Chris is in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah, Crux is forever. Yeah. <laughs> for real. So Chris, and then forever. Chris Jericho went back to fighting with somebody on Twitter saying that he never signed an NDA and all this stuff. So all of his stuff came out like the night before. Um, Jericho was drunk, angry, treating on Christmas. Thank you, friends. Uh, <laughs> so all of his stuff came out. And then Jarek and then some people were like, well, maybe he should be off the show. Maybe they should do an investigation, blah, 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 blah. Jericho was on the show. They booed the crap out of him. Somebody on somebody on hard cam side perfectly put up NDA Jericho the entire match. <laughs> that he was in because Long Island's really quick when we want to be. Um, and so he wrestled. What What struck me about this? was not anything that happened because I expected Jericho to still be on the show. What struck me about this was Tony Khan with foot and mouth disease yet again. Tony Khan's in the presser looking like a buffoon, by the way, which I think might have been Tony Storm saying, but he 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 was answering questions about it. And he said he asked he was asked about the Jericho thing. He goes, I'm not going to comment on some baseless claims from the Internet. Fine. Well, whatever. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. He, and like then that. he continued. He continued. Goes oh, in my opinion. Yeah, he goes in. He goes in my opinion. We have the safest locker room in all of pro wrestling, mind you. When he fired Punk, he, he said he's afraid said, for his life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was afraid for my life. But don't worry, guys. Yes. Safe. Fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this I is... hope CM Punk pulls that quote. Dude. Seriously. So, so, which one is it, Mr. Khan? Who's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> both? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, so there's that. So, yeah, AW's World's End happened. A couple of great things happened. Edge and, Edge, I was going to say Edge and Christian, but yeah, Edge and Christian. Um, 
pretty much uh, stole the show from what I from what I saw. They did they did Edge and Christian stuff because they're crazy Canadians. Uh, that's pretty much what happened. Edge powerbomb Christian through a uh, through a um, table on fire, nice. which is the big spot. Nice. Yeah, he he went back to WrestleMania. Uh, he went back to WrestleMania twenty two through the table though. Listen, I, I didn't watch it. It was barely. I saw it on, I saw it on Twitter. And I was like. Edge and Kirsten had the match they probably thought about when they were children is exactly what happened. So AEW's oh, World AEW World's End, definitely go check that out. Yeah, good for uh, Samoa Joe though. No, no, congratulations yeah. to Samoa Joe. He finally needs oh, to be there. He deserved to be the head of a, a brand. I mean, he was the head of NXT for a very, very long time, three time NXT yes. champion. Um, but no, good for Samoa Joe. I will because this is going to be good because you now you get Samoa Joe at the top of the card in AEW without the WWE filter. Yeah. So we're going to get oh, a very, very visceral we're gonna see Samoa spicy Joe. Promos. Yeah, we're going to get a spicy Samoa Joe, and that's the best Samoa Joe. Yeah, do, do like you want to throw some grades on MJF's run? Not yeah, MJF, MJF's title run. Yeah. Ooh, the, okay. He, he had the belt for a while, but here's the thing, like. I think he is I'm, the I longest think, reigning champion in AEW history. I think, that is the oh, truth. That is truly legit. That's just what AEW needs. Uh, I think <laughs> is a phenomenal star, phenomenally talented, and a lot of things aren't his fault. But if you look at this, the numbers, just in attendance and financials and everything else when it comes to like AEW. It kind of tanks under his under his <laughs> under his title run. <laughs> like if you go before his title run, AEW was a really good company with a good fan base and had a lot of momentum. He won the belt and it just went to fucking shit. <laughs> like not his yeah. fault, but it did happen when he was on top. That's true. Yeah, that that is something that would go go against him uh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, just a, yeah. just a tad bit. It's like it's you know like, what I like think it was run. too. It's like yeah, you were a champion, but the the, business, the company sucked. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things too as well where I I get you can't be a heel the whole time and you want to turn face and he tried to tell a story, but like for me. Maybe because I'm also from Long Island and I know Long Island douchebag when I see it and MJF fits the mold. Yeah. Um, I can't. He's not a believable babyface to me. Absolutely I, not. He, he, no, hell no. Nothing you can do. You can bro out with Adam Cole all you want. You are not a believable babyface. No. Nope. And he tried. I will. I will give it to MJF. He tried. He oh, tried yeah. really hard. Yes. You know. He, he got a little bit of a theater kid in him, trying really hard, but like it. I just was never sold on it. Mm-hmm. I actually thought he was going to turn on Adam is. Cole. Oh yeah. Yeah. It would have made it would have made sense to do that too, but I, I, as far as his run goes, the babyface portion just didn't. I mean, it it did what it needed to do, but he will always to me be the heel that would just like is a complete smartass that is just just shitting on the crowd every chance he gets, and literally is in his bag when it comes to promos in ring work. Not even mad at it. He does what he's supposed to do, and he gets he gets the job done. But yeah, I agree with both of you. He is just that heel. Yeah, he is he that is, guy as a heel. He's he's a he's a younger, a little bit better in shape, Roddy Piper. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, that that's man, not a bad thing. If if Cody Rhodes wins the belt at WrestleMania and gives a promo on Monday Night Raw the next night for the main event, MJF guess, better show guess up. Guess who's debuting? MJF. No, no, no. He's gonna be MJF with way better theme music. 
I almost did his theme song, know. but no, his theme I, song I, I, sucks. I don't know. That's I like that, that, that theme. I hate that it. theme song goes hard, man. I hate it. You turn that. It's, but the second it, you hear I, it, it though, you get bass. the reaction. It needs more bass. The second I it comes, understand. It, it needs yeah, more the second it comes on. Music. <laughs> it needs something. It needs yeah, more cowbell. So. It'll be interesting where MJF shows up, and let's interesting where AEW goes after. But now that the, one of their pillars isn't there for time being, if he's even the knows, uh, who else is someone else who's not going to be there at all anymore after over thirty years in the business as one of Vince McMahon's right hands? Kevin Dunn announced his retirement of. <laughs> it's honestly, it's the best one I found. It's the best one I found. You should have found the jackass Kevin Dunn. <laughs> I don't know if I, 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 I yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. rest in peace, Kevin Dunn. There's also What's another that? Kevin Dunn that's a, that's an actor as well. Um, but again, best picture, best picture I found of him, Kevin Dunn, after over 30 years in the business well, of Vince's right Dunn. hand. Sorry, Ryan Dunn was jackass. Ryan Dunn, yeah, there's a Kevin yeah, Dunn that's yeah. an actor. Um, but yes, Kevin Dunn, after 30 years in the business, has been over 30 years in the business, has been McMahon's right hand and the executive producer uh, of of television, global television for all WWE products. He is announced he announced his retirement. There was a push to get him to stay through Mania, but the big thing for him was after the merger, he didn't want to work for anybody that wasn't named Vince McMahon. So be it. Um, what you what you need to understand about Kevin Dunn. Besides the fact that a lot of people dislike the way that he produced the product with a bunch of cuts in recent years of his time of cutting back and forth and back and forth and back and forth between matches, is that no matter what you say about Kevin Dunn, Kevin Dunn has been around in WWE since before the first episode of Monday Night Raw. The images, the pictures that you see of of your version of WWE growing up and currently has the Kevin Dunn influence, whether you like it or not. He has literally shaped the pro wrestling world and everybody is pretty much trying to either modify it or do something similar. So with that, we have to give Kevin Dunn his accolades. You can rip up, rip on him all you want, you know, but yeah, no, you're hundred percent right. Like, yeah, yeah fact, I mean, this guy's the fact fucking of man, the matter dude, is, fact of the matter is he created the image you see of pro wrestling that has been shown for for decades at this point is it probably time for him to go probably he's been there 30 plus years he's probably like close to 70 or something now go retire he's have someone else take it over he's like i don't want to work with anyone other than vince mcmahon but i will <laughs> stay the merger and get fucking paid son that's what probably happened. The merger happened because that's what happened to a lot of WWE execs. The merger happened. They got oh, yeah. paid and they said, I'm gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They got so, their check so. and they just bounced. Exactly. For, uh, yeah. I mean, for most of us, I mean, as much as I've ripped on Kevin Dunn throughout the years as a pod, as a podcaster, you know, I will give the man his flowers. He, the, what we got in my like our childhoods is what he created and what he gave to us. He gave us the attitude area. He gave us the freaking... He, as much as he's like you want to rip on him, you can't because he gave us that imagery. He gave us those stories. Like he put those stories to us every single week. You just have to give the man his respect. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what are your thoughts? On now this? go retire and be gone so we can make make things happen. Over here. <laughs> I, I want to know what he's looking at to make this face in this picture. <laughs> I don't even want. Oh my god! He's like, ooh, that cake's wearing a thong. <laughs> <laughs> zoom in, zoom in, camera guy, zoom in, zoom in. 
No, cut, 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 cut. Come he's back, like, come he's back, come like back. yeah, that R-Truth joke is really funny. <laughs> now I just get back to ripping him, you know. This show, this this show needs more our truth yeah, I, This I show needs more our truth Our truth is amazing right now I don't care what it's anybody says Hell <laughs> much TV time Is he legitimately <laughs> in judgment day though? I, would need, I need to no, know this. No. no Okay, good okay. <laughs> so That's great. So great He pulled so <laughs> he, 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 I forgot who he tagged with He tagged with The Miz so they, did the awesome, Miz. they did awesome yeah. on Monday and then he went up oh, against he went up against JD and Dom, and so freaking Miz had Dom like was ho- holding um, Dom's arms and <laughs> fucking Archie goes, "I'm sorry, I love you." Pull <laughs> 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 the Ric Flair, John Michaels. Oh He's my god, amazing! So from what I and also but back to, back to Kevin Dunn in the Archie era. Um, from what mm-hmm. we've seen, they've already started making changes. Kevin Dunn's gone. Like as of as of yeah. he's, he's he's been probably, gone. He's probably been yeah. Gone. So it's yeah, very he's, he's interesting gone. what what occurred. Uh, how they started out raw, which should remind you, Will, of when we went to see Evolve. So they started out raw this Monday with Michael Cole and Barrett yeah, in the that was ring. Weird. I was okay. like, this is a. Yeah, Michael Cole and Barrett were in the ring with mics addressing the crowd and the television audience, talking about Welcome to Raw, and here are the matches that we have, and here are the events that are coming on, which remind Hell me... Hell yes. Which remind me a yes. lot of how Gabe Sapolsky ran Evolve, mm-hmm. which I miss every freaking day. I would be in Evolve all day, every day, if I could. It's also, um, it's also what Vince and Lala were doing in the 90s. Yeah. They'd be yeah, in the uh, ECW do it, too? At times, yeah, Joey Styles. Joey, Joey Styles, yeah, Joey Styles did that. ECW, yeah, ECW shows would kick off Joey Styles in the ring. Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting how that's going to be. Michael Cole also, on a side note, as permanently on Raw now, uh, we're giving Kevin and Corey SmackDown. So Michael Cole's not going back and forth. So sorry about that, folks. Oh, so they got um, Kevin Patrick. Oh no. No, no, no. Kevin Patrick, Kevin Patrick is going to make SmackDown uh, look garbage. Uh, fuck me. <laughs> He's so bad. Like, but here's the question though: Who do you like? Who can truly be the second to Michael Cole? Nobody. 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 Like, I mean, the second. What's Cole? Like, Cole I'm, I'm sure somebody like, will say Vic Joseph, over? but I do like Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph does a Vic very Joseph, good job. Maybe. I think Vic Joseph's the next in line. Vic Joseph. I love Booker T. I don't care what anybody says. See, but he's color. Same. He's color. Corgan's he's color. color. Yeah, yeah, he does that. Like yeah. Kevin like, is very, the story? very different. You're telling the story. Vic Joseph is very good at what he does in NXT. Very yes. good. Morrow will come back from it. Morrow now, he can't do it. He, oh, he no, actually. Actually, the big thing was Vince being in a zero time. Morrow could come back. I mean, I think he also didn't like the road, right? Was, was, it, was it just Vince? I think it was Vince, maybe a little bit of the road, but like I it could. Morrow back on SmackDown would be JBL. brilliant. Yeah, Morrow mentally just couldn't handle the job, which I don't blame him. Yeah. It's a tough, it's, so, it's a tough gig. I think the transition means you move if they get rid of Kevin Patrick, you move Vic Joseph up and you bring Marl to NXT. Yeah. If Marl wants to, yeah. If Marl wants if he to, decides. Yeah, it's I would love to see it though. So dude, I still, I still every now and then will watch that video of him reacting at Takeover to a ladder match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that whole card, the Takeover New Orleans. Oh my god! Where yeah. he's just losing his fucking mind for like three anything hours. gargano champa i mean he just uh like that was brilliance at its finest man it was brilliant so yeah. I don't call. I don't call. 
It's amazing. Just I love every legend. moment of it. All right, but Legend. let's move on from Kevin Dunn and WWE, but to more WWE and Will's thing that I had to text him about as soon as it happened. The great one returned to Raw, but it's because he was already in he was already in California at the Rose Bowl promoting uh, the UFL the UFL uh, Spring Football League. But he showed up um, after Triple H had tweeted out that a former WWE champion was going to make their return to Monday Night yeah. Raw. And then it was Jinder Mahal, which was the greatest troll job ever. Dude, dude, the crowd is going, aww. <laughs> aww, <laughs> aww, aww, aww. Wait, wait, wait. I don't watch Raw often, so literally Jinder Mahal showed up and they were just like, really? Dude, the crowd all at once just went, aww. Aww, it's audible. <laughs> it was audible. Audibly audible. Oh, TV. God. So funny. I mean, I despise the Jinder Mahal title run as much as anyone, but yeah, that's the reaction I expect. For yourself, sir. That was a once in a generation mm. title run. Don't hinder the gender. It was. I will always hinder the gender. That was so garbage. Funny. Dude, I gotta get that collective. Aww, I put a sound. <laughs> I need. Oh, I gotta find that video now. I gotta find that on so YouTube. Is that on YouTube? Yes, it is. The full segment's on YouTube, I believe. Um, it was a yes. long segment, dude, because Jinder's out there talking for, like, almost three minutes. Like, it's, And I think, I think The Rock was messing with him. He was like, yeah, keep going. Just wait. Keep going. Just wait. <laughs> just, just wait. Like, Jinder was, like, running out of things to say. <laughs> like, dude, he started, yeah. he started, like, shit. He's, he was literally talking. He quoted the national anthem in Punjabi. Yes. He was like, do you know what you just booed? You just booed your own national anthem. Which would make me boo harder, because, like, who gives a shit? It's America. I will say the best reaction that I saw, there was a camera on Samantha Irvin. Oh, my when God. The rock. When the Rock's music hit, she lost yeah. it, dude. <laughs> I love how she's becoming famous. She's so likable. Yeah, she is awesome. She was on, like, uh, she was on like uh, America's Got Talent, too, if you see some, like, old videos yeah. of her. Like, she's actually, like, wildly talented. It's kind of scary. I love, I love how um, every, everyone has a different announcement, too. It's The Miz. Like, she does. I love it. Chelsea Green. They don't do that anymore. Higher up said, no, no, we don't do that. I think that was a one-time thing, and that higher up was like, what the hell are you doing? Because there was such a vitriol <laughs> backlash. It was so funny. Like, it didn't bother me. <laughs> no, but I, I, love, I love that stuff, though. I love that it, it just gives that uniqueness to a wrestler. It just makes yes. sense. So The Rock came back um, after Jinder Mahal's valiant return. Um, dude, dude, he thought he, he got to give me like to swear a lot. He said, douchebag, bitch, bastard. It was the 10 o'clock hour that got away with it. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So the sense. rock, the rock does what he does, rock bottom, people's elbow, you know, all that stuff. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson still doesn't know where the hard cam is, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> How does he still not know? <laughs> he did the people's elbow on the wrong. That is an side. SAT question. <laughs> How does he not know? So then he, the rock says he's gonna go out. He's gonna go out to Dana Four for a second. He was like, I'm gonna buy out a bar for everybody to show up. I was like, that would have been fucking wild. And then he talks about should he sit at a booth, should he sit at the bar, or should he sit at the head of the table? And everybody freaking lost it. And that's when I told Will, I was like, Will, your WrestleMania dreams might be coming, coming true. I also texted Charles that as well. So it is out there in the WWE Ether universe. The Rock wants to face Roman Reigns, not only for the head of the table, but for the Universal, the Undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. I'm going to defer to you really quickly, Mr. YLP. When do we get Rock versus Roman? 
if we're being brutally honest, they should have done it in 25 days. If we're being brutally honest. At the Rumble? Because at the, the Rumble. Four, the big four would make sense. It, it, the way I like, I've been thinking about it in my head for the longest time. Like Rumble was just, it just made sense for it to have Rock versus Roman because you were not going to do it at WrestleMania 40. As much as I would have loved to see it, as much as it would have uh, been a solid match, that's not WrestleMania worthy to me because we got other things to think about for for Mania with Roman and everything. But now, because they're because they're not doing they're not going to do Rock Reigns at Royal Rumble, I'm assuming. Because like I said, I haven't watched Raw, so no. You got uh, you got Randy Roman. Uh, oh, that was already announced, wasn't it? That was announced uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, I forgot. His chamber is, say, is wait, what's next? Wait, back. what's yeah? What's next month's pay per view? Is that Berlin? No, no, no. no that, that's after Mania. That's Backlash, I think. Okay. So, so just you got Rumble, you have Chamber, yeah. and then Mania. You got three. I was. I mean, if you're not, if you're not doing a Chamber, what are we doing? You know, you also have NXT Vengeance Day because that could also happen at that show. It's not going to happen. Please God, no. Yeah, guys, gotta remember. You're thinking. You're thinking storyline. What makes sense with storyline? Yet the company just prints money. This needs the biggest stage possible, and that's WrestleMania 40. There's no bigger stage and 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 uh, a milestone WrestleMania. This is happening in Mania, so it just it just mm. is. It just makes the most money for everybody. Mm. So. Uh, number one, hi, Smiley. Welcome to the show. I know you're a little late, but thank you for joining. Uh, so he- here's the thing. WrestleMania is turning 40. Yeah, It's already cemented as a top 10 sporting event in the world. City's already bid on it. It makes it like top 10 sporting event in the world. That's compared to, you know, the Super Bowl, the World Series, the NBA Finals, the NHL Stanley Cup Playoff finals as well it already prints money city's already bid on it and with the roster that wwe has today you actually don't need the rock to do a match in in philadelphia for wrestlemania the the show the spectacle already prints itself wrestling's already at an all-time high also the rock's like 51 and i don't know if anybody saw him once he hit that uh once he once he finished doing all of his moves and stuff he was winded yeah, he was pretty gassed. He, 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 he was, he was gassed. <laughs> he, he's Jack, but he yeah. doesn't have cardio. He's gassed. He was very, very gassed. I also put into consideration the fact that The Rock has been on a promotional tour with the UFL because he's still an owner of the merged USFL and XFL, whose first, whose first uh, game is going to be March 30th, about a yeah. week before WrestleMania comes in i think the best thing for everybody involved because i i saw how the rock was with the xfl and how hands-on he was with that and you also have to consider that wwe is now expanding a lot of their premium live events they experimented with it last year but they're going to go full-fledged ahead with it with international markets for first times ever we obviously had puerto rico we had montreal uh last year this and we had london last year that was a run yeah this year we are getting australia Berlin, they created a new premium live event for freaking Germany. Okay. Yes, Berlin. And France. I think. And more I think, shows. Yeah. And yeah, well, yeah. they're still in the contract with that. Yeah, yes. For a few more years. Um, they're going to renew it. <laughs> probably because they're getting crap tons of money. No. Please don't. Money talks, dude. No, um, I'm kidding. No, they're going to do it. Yeah. They're going to see it. We already know. <laughs> and those shows it's are money. Ex- it's, yeah. it's, 
So you put that all together. I think from a business standpoint, WWE says, hey, we're going to cross WrestleMania like we always do because there's nothing bigger than that in all of pro wrestling. But we need to dominate these international markets because I think there's a plan here because they're going to expand, as Triple H has said years ago, with this whole concept be called global localization. Yeah. Um, And he needs to create these markets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he tried to make, he tried to make it sound fancy. We're, we're gonna um, we're gonna bring these countries democracy. I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> <laughs> so I think what it is. I think if you get Rock Roman at the Elimination Chamber as your main event, the Rock gets to prepare for this because it's in February. Um, the Rock gets to prepare for this. He then can leave, start doing his promotion for the UFL Football League, and you still have, you know, you still have a build to WrestleMania where everybody can like, um, where everyone you can start to build to that without the Rock being this kind of thing in the way because you still have the Cody thing. There's been there's been talks about Roman doing two nights because Rock Roman doesn't need. A championship belt, which I kind of agree, but you're yeah. not gonna like you're not gonna have like Roman drop before Mania and then have him go Absolutely up against the Rock not. or something not. like that. And, it, and I'm not, and I wouldn't want to put Roman on both main event nights, since then you're gonna get an angrier Seth Rollins. Seth is already angry. Yeah, Roman is as like it is. So Roman also doesn't have two belts anymore, so it doesn't make sense yeah. for him to do both nights. And I also yeah, don't want to do no. both nights. I wouldn't mind if Rock cost him a title at Rumble. And then he wanted to face I've heard Mania. that too. That wouldn't, that honestly, mm. wouldn't bother me. Um, I, I've also seen the idea of, oh, Deanna Peraza should have been AEW. Good for her. Um, yeah, Wonderful. Yeah. yeah, she burned a lot of bridges in With WWE. Sasha anyways. is not. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha, Sasha Banks, WWE return confirmed. She's um, winning Rumble, dude. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, dude. Yeah, she wins, um, dude, her and Rhea is going to be incredible. I will tell you this right now. Women's Rumble this year is going it's, to it's going to be amazing. It's a toss-up. Yo, a, I'm, going I'm to, ready. I'm, I'm telling so you, ready I'm telling you right, I, here's my prediction right now. It's not a matter of it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when AJ Lee comes back. Yeah, yep. that's, Yeah, like, it's, it's coming. That's going to be the sh- shock. Give her Rumble. Of the century. Let, her do, let her do the Rumble. Fuck it. So but going back going back to the rock, I, I could I'm okay with actually it'd be a crazy thing, but you kind of had to flip the story in some way if you did a number triple threat Roman Rock Cody. Oh no. no. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's too much. It's too much. It's just Cody's meddling in a family business though. Cause the story this you gotta make it you gotta make Cody Rhodes fit into the bloodline story. Which I don't know how yep. you do that. Yeah. It's all about I'm the head of the table. No, I'm the head of the table. I'm the... Right? Can I be the head no, of the table? I, no. You get like a Sami Zayn situation. Yeah. Um, it, is, uh, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense. But to your point of WrestleMania doesn't need it, Ricky. Like, I agree with you. Does WrestleMania yeah. need The Rock? No, it's going to make a boatload of money anyway. It's just going to make more money with The, with, with the Rock because how much merch they're going to push at Access <laughs> with The Rock? You mean you mean all the merch that you're going to buy? Yeah, yeah, that sounds well, about right. You know, you know me. Bring back the boots to ashes T-shirts. We need those quickly. But yeah, like there's no, there's no doubt in my mind. This is going to if if it's happening because it's all about the Rock schedule, right? It's, it's not even if if That's it's going to happen. True. It's going to happen at WrestleMania. I, I I I could see Rock going, dude. I'm not going to Australia. That's a long ass flight. Not a yeah. goddamn chance. 
And I could see him yeah. being like, there's no, there's, there's no way it can go happen to Rumble so soon because Randy's already booked. So it's just not, it's just it's not in the cards. It has yeah. to be. I SummerSlam. No, nah, it won't be SummerSlam. Too late. Um, I think, because I don't think Roman holds still SummerSlam. But he, the other thing that I think we also need to consider, I think UFL's like cams and stuff start like a couple of days after Elimination Chamber. So we're going to stick with the theory that The Rock wants to be really involved in the spring football league that he's been cultivating for the last couple of years. He can do Elimination Chamber, cut, you know, take the, you know, be done with that and then just focus on this football league and it all kind of works out. Now. The other thing also to consider is Will and I, we've talked about this forever too. Where does WrestleMania fall in their financial, in their financial uh, reports? Uh, it's in, what's the date? It's April. April 7th, I believe. Q2. Because we, we talked about sometimes it falls in Q2, sometimes it falls in Q1. It's usually so, in Q2. If it's in March, it's in Q1. If it's in April, yeah. it's Q2. That's what I think. The Rock being in a Q1 premium live event will make will make their uh, will make their earnings look strong for yeah, what they for two do, parts of a year. They should do is make it the thirtieth and the first. <laughs> so it's in both quarters. And so the revenue. And so throw that that'll be crazy. So who knows where the Rock's gonna show up? He's gonna be around for a while. Uh, Let's see. And it's going to be really fun when the Rock and Roman finally go face to face with each other. That's, that's Roman, Roman gonna tweeted be a... this like the, the laughing emoji to like to like the, 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 the video. Like, <laughs> it's, it's already begun. The promos so, are gonna be crazy. I think it's the promos between begun. those two will I be solid. I feel bad for Cody though. Like I legitimately, I, I would love. Yeah. I, I'm totally Everybody happy feels bad for Cody. with Rock Cody too. Who like, does I am hundred percent cool with that as a main event. I would love to see yeah. the Rock. Don't get me wrong. But I am yeah. totally happy with the Rock uh, of Mania with Roman and Cody. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. So let's move forward here because we are gonna we are gonna get into uh, a lot this, of Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. Very very soon. No, this is not Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, what you're seeing here is the graphic uh, from a TNA from TNA uh, promo fuck. video that they okay. came out. I'll, I'll I gotta go to the bathroom. I'll be back though. Yeah, I'll, it's, it's I'll, fine. I'll it's back fine. in this conversation. I'll I'll talk about. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> you're gonna leave I'll me here. How dare you? He's got shit to do. Anywho, um, so yeah. <laughs> he, TNA came out with this video package saying that they are rebranding. Um, they are rebranding their pay-per-views to premium live events. So TNA will no longer be producing pay-per-views. They are going to be producing premium live events. Now, Mr. Wild P, why that is so interesting to me is that WWE also has the similar branding of premium live events and not pay-per-view. So why would TNA mimic WWE, especially considering a couple years ago, they had that very soft working partnership with AEW, which ended up just being AEW, just milking them for all they could and not giving TNA anything to work off of, to be completely uh, completely honest with you, uh, you also have to put into consideration this other thing too, Mr. YLP, is, is this thing. And tomorrow, or Thursday, Peacock is holding a special uh, 2024 preview for WWE. Okay, that's what they're doing, that is what they're putting together. Um, it's gonna preview the whole year, what they have in store, and on top of that, Triple H is going to make a special announcement on the show that everybody has a lot of speculation about doesn't have to deal with TNA. It would make sense to me 
that TNA is mimicking WWE for a specific reason, and Triple H will discuss it on this special, which is going to be airing on Peacock. There is already speculation that Naomi, Trinity Fatu, may be returning to WWE. There is speculation that Naomi may show up at the Rumble as the Impact, as the uh, as the Knockouts champion, a la Mickey James did a couple of years ago, because they also owed Mickey that. Um, there is also the speculation. And I'm really glad you're sitting down for this, Mr. YLP. And don't choke on this. Don't choke on that cookie when I tell you this. There are also the speculation of Worlds Collide. Worlds Collide featuring TNA and WWE as a possible speculatory thing. So the big question, the big question is, it's twofold for you, Mr. YLP, but I need you to answer. Why is TNA moving to the premium live event model in branding and does it have anything to do with Triple H's announcement that's going to happen very, very soon? First and foremost, those, were, those cookies were absolutely delicious. I bet they were. Shout, shout out Miss YLP for, for the cookies. Struggle cover cookies one time. Um, whew, that's a lie. I was also trying to waste time because Will was going to be in the bathroom for a while, I think. Yeah, fair enough. No, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I saw this um, about what a day or so ago, and then I saw the news about Naomi possibly coming back to WWE. And my first thought was, I'm like, hold on, fam, she is the current reigning and defending knockouts champion of the world, and now you're talking about premium live events and all this stuff. And damn good you know champion at that, by the way. Damn right. Let's not get that twisted. But um. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking worlds collide between WWE and TNA, sign me the f up. I don't know what your curse limit, cursing limit is here, so I'm not trying to go buck wild today. Just I mean, you're doing a good there. job. You're doing a good job. I'm trying. I'm really trying right now. <laughs> you, you know me well enough to know. I'm like, I appreciate the consideration. No. I appreciate the consideration. I am trying, <laughs> but no, if we're talking worlds collide. I mean, I would be all for it because there could be a lot of matches for that card. We're talking a lot. Yeah, I mean, the other, thing, yeah, the other thing that we also have to consider is that Triple H via Shawn Michaels and Regal and NXT have already kind of dipped their hand in the, in the IWC's version of Forbidden Door, which was mentioned on NXT New Year's Evil last night. Um Regal's son, which I forgot what his name is in NXT. Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey, sorry. Thank you for that. Charlie Dempsey was was chosen by NXT Brass, a.k.a. his father, to compete yeah. in the All Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown. It's a, it's a tournament, correct? Uh, if they're talking about the Triple Crown, I believe it's the Triple Crown Championship over there held by one. Uh, let me see if I remember this correctly. Natsuhiko, Naka, uh, Natsuhiko Nakajima. Who holds the who holds the triple crown right now? So it would have been like a match for him yeah. to face Nakajima for the title. Yeah, so that is that is already in the works currently. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, he's on, yeah, he's on a, yeah, he's on he's not right now, actually over in Japan right now. 
Yeah, so that's already good. So it is. it would make sense that this would be the next step. It also would make sense yeah. that potentially we would get a Worlds Collide NX, NXT versus Impact Superstars, which kind of seems unbalanced, but when you look at the styles that both of these brands do, they're very it similar fits. in nature. It's, yeah. Also, with a lot of the vets on Impact, they could really teach a lot of his NXT. And, like, I love the NXT roster. I'm not going to lie. There's crazy oh, amount that that, that, man's, a mo- that man's a monster. Femi. There's Give a that crazy man. amount. Give that man two years, I promise you, he will be champion. That Isn't man that is. I saw all I had to see was one match out of him, his first match, and I'm just like, I saw his look, I saw his theme, I saw how the way he gets down, and I'm just like, that man's gonna be champion in a couple years. His ceiling, put that out there. His ceiling too is, high. His ceiling is Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. He's a black Brock. Has the look um, for it. Mm-hmm. Black. He's Black Brock. Um, I love so it. when you think of the Worlds Collide thing, it's always been an NXT thing. So if you if we were to do Worlds Collide and it, with NXT and Impact, I think that's a brilliant idea for everybody. And honestly, the more I see what Impact is doing, like, <laughs> like from their rebranding to all of their stuff, I really want to watch a lot more Impact now. Like, I'm very Dude. interested well, actually, no, we it, is it officially TNA now? I, TNA? I, I keep on switching back and forth. It's going to be, it's, it's officially it's TNA. TNA. It is officially yeah. TNA. Oh, good. I didn't, but you TNA, know what I, mean, I didn't yeah. miss a TNA conversation. What did I miss? No, no I've been, no, I've been pontificating. So, Will, I will fill you in uh, right now uh, about this. TNA came out with a video saying that they're going to do, they're going to rebrand from pay-per-views to premium live events. Oh, I did hear about that. That's pretty funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, also, WWE, uh, as part of their like not as part of their week or whatever, they're doing a special tomorrow on Peacock where it's called like the 2024 preview. We're going to preview the whole year of WWE. On that show, Triple H is going to have some sort of major announcement. The speculation is that it's going to involve TNA. Because why in the hell would they re- rebrand the premium live events for no effing reason? There's also speculation that Naomi may be returning, that she might show up at the Rumble as a knockouts champion. There's also a speculation that we're getting Worlds Collide NXT versus TNA. Ah, uh, soon as well. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that was talking. TNA is back. Yeah. TNA is so. I, I saw. Bad. The, I just watched Will the entire time, just like just had like like little smirk to me and like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude, Triple H is just like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna treat you like ECW in the nineties. Oh, but and by that, we're taking all of your talent and you like twenty five percent. Friend seven, getting them back. Yeah, so so the, the the big question I was posing. Dixie Carter was the, backstage not too long ago. She was. That true. is very true. Imagine so Dixie the big question. This deal. Oh, oh right. God! It was probably probably Billy uh, Corgan, right, she or played, whatever no, he's he was. In, he's the NWA. He's the NWA. NWA. She was like, "Don't yeah. worry, I don't like Smashing Pumpkins." So so the big question is, why would they switch the premium live events? And does it does it is the reason for it something to do with Triple H's announcement coming up tomorrow? Well, that's the question I was posed. It depends what their model is. Like, is there is there are they, one? Are they doing pay per views? Like, is lockdown coming back? Um, well, they, they, it never uh, left. Okay, it, it never yeah. left. And it's still a thing. So, is it available on pay per view or is it on their streaming service or whatever? 
Yeah. DNA plus is going to be a thing. Because, like, honestly, yeah. dude, it could be it, honest, it could be as simple as a legal thing. Like, WWE could have changed it because it's technically not pay-per-view. It's not on pay-per-view. So it's Correct. it's it's misleading yeah. and legally inaccurate. So yeah. they had they made they premium live event could have been like something they were forced to do legally. That makes sense. So that makes I, sense. I have no idea. I'm not a lawyer. Um and I have I couldn't, you know, I'm just speculating. But yeah. that would make sense to me. It could be as simple as we can't call it pay-per-view because it's not technically pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. They they did say that because uh, they they're doing hard to kill. They're doing like a double pay per view weekend, which TNA does from time to time. It's hard to kill next. It's hard to kill on Saturday. Something else on Sunday of of next weekend. Um, the grizzled young veteran signed. Gyv is with TNA. Um, Hell yeah! But they also said they have some sort of major signing coming to TNA as well that same weekend. Uh, Our truth. I, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Honestly, I think the and, why not? And honestly, Four knowing the history, knowing the history of TNA and how AEW did them so fucking dirty a couple of years ago, um, it would make sense that they would do like a world's collide with the NXT brand because that would be amazing to see. It's like Forbidden yeah. Door, but cooler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, but that, more organized. That would be really cool. I think I think that'd be huge. I, mean, I think it's good for both companies, honestly. Yeah, um, it makes if this happens, it makes you want to watch TNA, <laughs> and I've never said that, dude. That's TNA a sentence. Was the, TNA was the shit. I've seen dude, some TNA uh, stuff, TNA and I back in the day. Uh, yeah, I started watching. I've it seen some night. TNA. It's 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 good stuff. Dude, my my first TNA show uh, was the Go Home show for Bound for Glory 2009. It was the first one I ever wow. watched. <laughs> nice, nice. Nice. Think, so, when, when, when was I watching it? Who knows? And Hulk Hogan. I was in middle school. In, Hulk Hogan and Bischoff literally came in um, yes. a few months later. Literally, it's it will be 14 years tomorrow since Hulk Hogan officially huh. joined TNA. Jesus. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. January. I mean, 4th, watching 20, that dude. January 4th, 2010. Isn't that wild? That is pretty wild. That's crazy. That is pretty wild. So, I, like I said, I hope this happens. Our 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 answer to this question will probably be revealed tomorrow. I hope it's Worlds Collide. And I also hope Naomi shows up at the Rumble at the Knockouts Championship. Hell yeah. Dude, what Why not? The stipulation was like, okay, we'll do this deal, but TNA, not TNA, NXT has to use a six-sided ring. They have to. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I would be all for that, 100%. Give me, give me a six NXT, sides. six sides of steel. <laughs> Dude, that would Every be match crazy. Match. Suicide comes back. No, no, he's doing he's doing the opening match for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> New Japan Pro rainbow. Wrestling, not New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, listen, New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, announced that they are making a change in administration. There is a new president, Will Tarashak, of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and it is the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yes, one of the one of the biggest names in New Japan pro wrestling history. The guy who's done it all is just not as big as Okada, although he is my personal favorite. Is Tanahashi? Is he he is not. He's wrestling. We're going to talk about his match oh, what against. Could, what could possibly go wrong? This has never gone bad. This has never gone <laughs> Everything. bad. Everything. Everything under the sun and then some. So the, from, from what I read, and you can back me up on this, Mister YLP, was that there was a lot of talk 
about kicking the former president out, a lot of that being pushed by <laughs> Kazuska Okada, who did not want him there. You read a movie? Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was that. Okada was Okada. I mean, for the for a while now, and and I mean, I'm it's, at least from like my point of view in terms of how Okada was just like, yeah, I want him out. There has been a little bit of beef, in a sense, between him and uh, former President Obari son, and Okada just didn't want him there. I mean, at least from what I read in the tea leaves, it's just like Okada would did kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, and let, let's let's face it. Uh, Okada's Undertaker levels of clout in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. So, so I understand. Okada, it's like, like Okada, <laughs> Tanahashi somewhere right in there, and then everybody the fuck else. Pretty much. So Tanahashi's a yeah. good thing. The, my my question for 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 uh, for for both of you guys, we'll start with Will. Seeing he doesn't watch NJPW at all, uh, we talked sure. about a couple of weeks ago that Okada's going to be a free agent. He has aspirations of going overseas. Does he stay now? Anything's possible, man. I mean, if you can't, his boy's the, his boy's the president. If you can't give someone money, you give him power. So yeah, his boy's the president. (laughs) He could stay. Just do him a favor. It's totally possible. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Wild? Because for on everything, like Okada's my guy. 100%. 100%. I mean, ever since 2016, I've, I've been watching New Japan. The night the night he actually lost to AJ Styles, the loss the IWGP uh, Heavyweight Championship. And would I be shocked if he left? Yes and no. More so yes, because he's been that guy. He has been him in New Japan for a very long time. Like, he is... At least to me, and I, and I know it's going to be Tanahashi slander because I know someone likes Tanahashi, but I'm an Okada guy, 100%. And he's the real ace of NJPW. It has been and has shown himself to be so for a very long time. You shut your whore mouth, damn it. <laughs> I know. I knew it was going to get you ready. I love, don't get me wrong, bro. Tanahashi's my dude. Like, don't get it twisted. But, like, it, like with me, it's, it's like I came in at a time when Okada was starting to rise and Tanahashi was starting to fall a bit. So you're welcome with that. I understand. I wouldn't. I, understand. Be, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually went overseas. It wouldn't surprise me. I think he's done more than enough in New Japan to be like, you know what? I can leave this company and still know it's going to be in good hands. Knowing Tanahashi's the president now, would he stay as a favor? It's possible. Would yeah. I honestly? Yeah, it, it, it would. Be, it would totally make sense if he stayed because, like, he's that guy. And besides that, now Natanahashi being the president, it kind of worries me a little bit that if, if Okada did leave, who's going to be that guy going forward? Well, we're going to answer That's, that question really yes, soon, we will. I think. I really assume mm-hmm. because now it is time for Wrestle Kingdom 18, the 18th annual or the 17th annual, but the should be the 18th iteration. Yeah, 18th iteration of Wrestle Kingdom emanating from the Tokyo Dome uh, in Japan. Uh, for for all intents and purposes, the only thing bigger in Wrestle Kingdom in the world of professional wrestling is WrestleMania. Yeah, facts. It is. Yeah, the only thing. This it's is not a, even debated. Yeah, it's not. It's not debatable. This is a bucket list event. 
uh, that if ever I had a crap ton of money, I want to go I'm to. Right there, dude. I'm right there with you. Know, hundred percent. It is and, you know, Tokyo Dome. Yeah, it's best, it is it, it is a yeah, it's it, kind of like a uh, it's it's hard to really see it from the states because it obviously is going live in Japan. So if you're going to watch Wrestle Kingdom live, you're up at like two thirty three in the morning, but you are never disappointed. You are no, never you disappointed are if you do watch it live. You're not disappointed if no. you watch it a couple of days later. I respect you stream. more if you do. Yeah. Honestly, I'll probably like, be sleeping. Streams, like, I will be dead knocked out. Yeah, I will, so, I will watch it at my at my leisure. Probably Thursday night, maybe Friday. We'll see. But yeah, dude, with Wrestle Kingdom, and for those of you who are not New Japan people, I understand. Allow me to be your sherpa as much as I possibly can with this. Fun fact, though, I mean, it will always be on January fourth, no matter what the day is, which I personally love. That's true. And if it's like, and if it lands on an off day for me. Yeah, every yeah, January January fourth, regardless of no what it what. is, it's going down in the DMs. If it's you can see wrestling on a Tuesday, that's beautiful to me. <laughs> I respect that. I I, I love I respect that. that. Yeah, it, yeah gives, it gives everybody something or a a hard date that you can go by no matter what. I'll never forget it. And, I, and the fact when I first found out about that, I'm just like, this I can just write on my calendar and forget about it. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So we're going to go into the Wrestle Kingdom card. We're not going to do the entire card, even though it is Shame. a great card. We're going to about to do six of a ten. We have we we we're, we've been going on this for a while. So that's <laughs> true. We've got to we've got to go on this, but I'm going to try to set the scene with every match card. We're obviously going to start with the main event, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion features the champion Sonata, the seventh champ in this iteration of the IWGB World Heavyweight Belt uh, going up against Tatsuo Naito, Mr. Fretz's favorite person, as he said in the comments. Uh, the, what I read about this and when I watched the promo pack and everything about this is that Naito and Sonata have a very, very big history with each other. They were part of a same tryout, um, although somebody didn't actually make the tryouts the first time around and was really ticked off about that. Um, that being Naito, Naito also is the winner of this year's G1 Climax, so he automatically gets his title shot against Sonata. These guys have an avid history, but the also thing with Sonata is that even though he's the champion, even though he beat everybody's favorite NJPW star, Kazuska Okada, not many people really like him. He, they say, like, he's great at all, but like, <laughs> but, like, as, like, a champion, they're like, oh, I don't know, <laughs> you know? Like, he's he's great in the ring, but, it, like, he doesn't... What he does outside of the ring representing NJPW isn't what everybody's cup of tea is, or maybe he doesn't do enough, so on and so forth. It's a little bit ambiguous there. These guys are both recently former IWGP GP tag champions, we obviously lost it. Naito is still trying to get his moment in the sun at Wrestle Kingdom. We thought he had his moment a couple years ago. Then some guy named Penta came back and picked his face off, and his moment was ruined. So this is a class of people who are familiar with each other. Naito, a little bit more of a fan favorite. Sonata, kind of a polarizing, yeah, you're kind of boring type dude. Uh, <laughs> pretty mm. much is what it is. So... Mr. YLP, this is the reason you're on the show. This is your expertise, obviously. Who do you have here and why? 
before I make my pick, and I've been like, I have been mulling this over since Naito won the G1. That's how much I love these two guys. These were two guys who were in Los Ingobernables de Japón, one of That's the correct. dopest factions in the game, hands down, and you can't tell me different. And Sonata with J5G, right? Yeah, just five guys, and there's a, that's a weird, funky click in and of itself. So, it's just, just the greatest, the absolute greatest faction name ever. Just five, five guys. guys. What a WWE creative faction! Yeah, right that, like, when I first heard, like when I when I first heard that, yeah, holy crap! Yeah, oh man. Nah. But I mean, this is a story between two guys who were in Lij and who have fought together, stood by each other, you know, winning big matches. I mean, Sonata and, you know, in his own right, was always like that mid-card dude. And a lot of people, and like you said, Ricky, were not big on, like, Sonata being the guy. I've seen that so many times. Now, to me, Sonata could be the guy. I could really see that happening with Sonata. This is a story that was 18 years of destiny. From the beginning, and to see this actually taking place, to see Sonata and Naito as the main event, give me a lot of joy. Seeing two guys that used to be in Lij, Sonata now like pretty much says goodbye to Lij and starts J5G, and now these two are coming to head. You give me Naito though, because and for one reason and one reason only, he will have his moment in the sun, as he said it in the promo. He wants to do. He wants to defend the championship at Mazda Stadium. To him, that would be his moment in the sun. Okay, as much so as I love. Before you continue with that, I know you're picking Naito. Yeah. What is the significance of Mazda Stadium for him? Well, now I haven't really delved deep into that personally, so I'm I'm not gonna you know try to spit BS to y'all. But at least from what the the viewpoint I see it is just like. I believe that either that's his hometown or that's like his like the, like the one place he's like really wanted to compete in. Okay, so it's like an MJF wanted to compete at the Coliseum. I understand kind of thing like that. It's kind of like yeah. sort of thing like that. And I, I don't get me wrong, like Sonata's a good champion. He's not a great champion. Naito to me is a great champion, and I think giving him this this moment, this like whole championship match in and of itself. And the way they've built it up to get to this point, and this was even before he won the G1, it just worked. It just everything was leading to Sonata Naito. But I'm taking Naito to take the championship and hopefully not do what he used to do with the Intercontinental Championship and throw it up in the air and uh, let it fall to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So my, my whole thing is, yeah, Sonata, you can't have a boring champion with a new president. You're going to go with Naito. I think the call is Naito here. Uh, Will Tarashock, I know you don't know any of these guys, although I think we both saw Naito at the G1 Climax at MSG, but who do you got? Uh, I got Sonata because... He Why has a title. Not, right? He retains. Drop it. Fuck it. He keeps it. <laughs> <laughs> that works out. That works out perfectly. All right. Let's move on to the one of the biggest matches, one of the biggest rematches in pro in modern pro wrestling history. Kazuska Okada versus Brian Danielson, known as Daniel Bryan for some people. Um seen here with both eyes, although he will not be wrestling with both eyes. He still wears that freaking stupid eye patch. Um, but it's part of the story here. As you guys first know, Okada and Danielson faced off at AEW's Forbidden Door in Toronto where Mr. Fretz was at. Uh, Danielson 
Brian Danielson made Okada tap out for the first time in over seven years. Okay. Mm. In that same match, Brian Danielson broke his arm and continued to wrestle for 10 more minutes. They then had a follow-up match, a tag team match on AEW TV, where due to a rainmaker, Brian Danielson got his orbital bone broken by Okada. As it happens. <laughs> yes, hence the eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Going for chest, the, Hence the eye patch. Now, Brian Danielson already has one victory over Okada. This has been a big thing for Brian Danielson he's ever wanted to do. He said, along with main events in WrestleMania, he's always wanted to do Wrestle Kingdom and the Tokyo Dome. He's always wanted to face Okada. He has the win over Okada. Okada essentially is trying to get a lick back here. Um, the other thing to consider is number one, Okada is a free agent with, as we said, aspirations to maybe go overseas. But Okada has also said, uh, I don't know if Okada has said this, but I know Danielson has also said this, but I believe neither of these guys will be full-time performers in the near future. They're getting a little bit up in age. Uh, Okada himself is an attraction, but I do not foresee these guys, especially Brian Danielson, being full-time performers within two years at all. These will be part-time attraction guys. So Ooh, be happy. Okada we're, might be full-time. Danielson, be I agree with you. Yeah, be like, be happy that we are we're gonna get this now, because um, it may never happen again. So the big question, Will Tarashaw, because I know you got you know both of these guys, and we've seen both of these guys. Who do you have, Brian Danielson or Kazusuke Okada? Dude, you gotta give it to Okada. Yeah, yeah I it's, think it's, so it's too. His, it's his house. It's his company. Brian Danielson is technically an outsider. And if you want Okada to stay, you don't lose. What do you mean? Crazy. <laughs> and again, if you know he's leaving, fuck him. Pin him. Pin him clean. Three minutes. Listen. <laughs> Listen, we also have to remember Okada put over Bronson Reed. That's true. Uh, <laughs> you know, so he's. That's a thing. <laughs> Yeah, Bronson Reed got fired from WWE. He went over to Japan. Okada put him over. Was just like, whoa! Everybody was like, yeah. what? Everybody <laughs> woke up real quick. When that happened. They were like, wait, wait, that happened. And this then Triple H re- and then Triple H resigned him. <laughs> he was not, like, not too, not too long after. No, nope. hold a second, hold on a second, pal. <laughs> you need to come back. <laughs> so, yeah, I yeah, I think you listen. I think the money here is Okada gets it. Okada gets this back. You get one one. You got to have a tiebreaker. You're doing a trilogy here. This has to be a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the tril. Definitely. I think that. I think that. I think the trilogy finishes six months from now at All In. In in Wembley yeah, Stadium, probably. I I, I think yeah. you got. You have to. You in like. You got to get it while the iron's hot. They put on a classic at Forbidden Door. It's a great match. You can do. You can do two out of three at at Wembley. And I think Taylor Rufoff. Have that be the special main? I think so. Who do you got here, Mr. Wildy? Because, I mean, for it's definitely Okada. It's 100% Okada. And for a bit of time, I had Danielson taking it. But I think now with Tanahashi being president and all that good stuff, I think this is a chance for, like, Okada just to get a dub. And this is going to be an absolute banger. An absolute banger from bell to bell. And I'm just here for it. I, I I don't even care. Like it's it's one of those matches where I don't care who wins. I just want to see them go at it. Yeah, that's, this, that's, this that's how clearly 
This is a both this these guys be, match. Both these guys. Both these guys. Full crowd. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You sold. You sold me with that. Just that yeah. that match alone. I, you didn't even need to give me anything else besides Sonata and Naito for the title. This match alone is what you want to watch. Yeah, this is the match Remote. before the this is the match before the main event. Like this booking is wild. Um, yeah, they 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 yeah. Gato Gato be tripping sometimes. On, this on is booking is absolutely wild. Moving on to to this match, it's a triple threat match for wait for it, Will the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Uh huh. <laughs> went down for me. Yes, Alex, let me explain it to you guys right now. So this is a, they are merging two belts. So remember a couple years ago, the IWGP came out with the United States Championship. A very fine looking belt, by the way. Very beautiful looking belt. It was held by the likes of John Moxley, uh, Kenny Omega. And then Kenny Omega lost that forbidden door to Will Ospreay, who quickly got the United States title and then said, you know what? I'm going to soft rebrand this and call it the, and call it the United Kingdom championship. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. And now he's walking around with the same belt with two different flags on it. He's running around. He has some unfinished business with Moxley and then out of nowhere, David Finlay of the bullet club. Yes. Finlay. Finlay. (laughs) Okay. Finlay. Finley, yeah, David Finlay or Finley, because you know it's kind of the same lineage. Um, interrupts, attacks Will Osprey, and takes a sledgehammer to both belts. Okay, literally Great beats booking. these, literally beats these belts down because David Finlay wants to just see the world burn. And so the Booker said, "You know what? We're gonna put the IWGP US and UK titles." kind of do this merger and create the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship, and this is the inaugural match to deem who the winner is. That is the story of this match. The idea of one of the press release from New Japan is said, although the IWGP Heavyweight Championship is what people come to Japan for, the Global Heavyweight Championship will be defended around the world and represent New Japan everywhere they go. Uh-huh, I'm sure it will. It's an okay Yeah, it's okay looking about mind you folks, the AEW has a working partnership with New Japan. Will Ospreay has going to sign officially with AEW once his contract was up in New Japan. And still in do February. New Japan dates. And still do New Japan and yeah, he's gonna be at AEW full time. His contract's yeah. up in New Japan in February. Finlay obviously a part already a bullet club and uh, full-time in New Japan. John Moxley does whatever the hell John Moxley wants to do. This is a triple threat. It's a freaking toss-up for me. For me, I will say I would be shocked, absolutely shocked, if David Finley wins this title. I would be shocked. Although it sets up for because the story is between Moxley and Osprey. However, I'm going to go with the safe bet. I think Osprey. I think Osprey, since he's going over to AEW, and since they want to keep the working relationship, he shows up as the New Japan Global Heavyweight Champion, the IWGP Global Heavyweight Champion. Who do you got, Mr. Wildy? Before I even make my pick, I, there's just two things that are just messing with me right now. Um, Bullet Clubs has gotten weird as of late, haven't they? Bullet Clubs have been weird. 
I mean, it's been weird, but it's like with with David Finley at the helm of it, for some reason for me, it's just gone a little bit downward uh, for some reason. But, I'll ruin it for uh, you right now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piss off a lot of people. I don't care. The elite ruined the elite ruined the Bullet Club. Oh, that's a that's a hot take. The elite, hot take. The elite ruined the Bullet Club. Go ahead, Mr. Wild. <laughs> You're not wrong either. That's the sad part. And the second bit, when the fuck is Moxley going to take a vacation? Seriously. Can, can the man just get some he rest? To, he has to go to rehab to take a vacation. That doesn't count. But besides those two bits, <laughs> I'm going with Osprey. As, <laughs> I'm going with Osprey as well. Uh, he's going over to ADW, AEW and the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Um, I don't understand all the adjectives. It's just weird nonsense. But hey, that's again New Japan booking for you. So, but yeah, I mean, I would love to see Moxley win it just for the memes. But Osprey, I think <laughs> it just it just makes sense to have Osprey going over to AEW, defending any like around North America and whatnot. And yeah, you give me Osprey, but I, I hopefully Finley can actually do work in this match. I already know what Osprey can do. I know what Moxley can do. I've seen a bit of what David Finley can do, but this is a big match for Finley. Let's not miss, let's not leave this man like he's the third freaking wheel of this whole entire thing. He he took a sledgehammer to the IWGP United States Championship, UK, whatever you want to call it, a prestigious belt at times. But <laughs> this is. This is David Finley's, like, mind you, this is Wrestle Kingdom. This is probably going to be, like, third to last, more than likely on this card. Maybe it second is, to last. It Who is, knows it's, how? No, it's third to last. It's the eighth. It's out seven? Out. Okay. It's eight oh, out of ten. Okay, eight yeah. out of ten? Yeah. Okay, eight out of ten? Okay, yeah. Then then you you got to show up and show out, Finley. This is your match to, like, really – you're not winning this by any means. No, you take the pin if you'd like. But uh, as far as it goes, Finley's got to show up and show out in this match. Because if he doesn't, it's it's I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna say something. Yeah. Well, who do you got? Do you got Osprey or Mox? Because I know you know nothing about David Finley. I'll do it with Osprey. Yeah, it just make it makes sense for Osprey. What confuses me? Vacation. Maybe. Who knows? What confuses me is that AW and New Japan just love their towels. So currently, as I'm thinking about it right now. And, you, well, you might have keep tally on this, and I'm going to rattle off all of the New Japan titles that I'm aware of in no particular order. You have the, IW, you you have the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. You're getting yes. the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. Um, the Intercontinental mm-hmm. Championship is no more. Is that, am I correct with that? Okay, so. You're, you, yeah, they retired that. Okay. You have the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Champions. You have the IWGP junior heavyweight tag championship you have the iwgp junior heavyweight championship you have the new japan pro wrestling strong championship you have the never open weight championship i know it's never but it's still part of new japan um am i missing any i've lost it there's got to be one more oh (laughs) yes my fault the iwgp women's heavyweight championship Correct. Uh, you're also there's also the uh, never open weight trios tag team championships. Oh fuck uh, Christ! Yes, that's right. Trios. Yes, that's that's a thing. Yeah, let me see. <laughs> let me see. Yeah, global heavyweight. Yeah, because because with, with the because when the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship became a thing, it was the IWGP Heavyweight Title and the Intercontinental. They just merged it together and it was just like here, Coda, thank you, type of thing. Yes. So that's, yes. yeah, that's how see, that happened. Unfortunately, I need to, I need to do a list about who has more championships. Was AEW's getting there? Um, I think AEW's got them, but if you're going, if you're trying, I'm trying to think, hold on. Yeah, heavyweight, both juniors, junior heavyweight. 
It's got to be. I think you're good. Yeah. I think you're good. That's just a lot of freaking titles, man. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, do they have the, like, they don't have strong open weight tag team titles yet, do they? <laughs> you would know more than I would. <laughs> yeah, so. they do actually. Yeah, they do have the strong open weight tag titles. Oh my God. All right. Whatever. I do like the open weight concept. That's my, that's me. It right, makes moving sense. on. Another match here. Speaking of championships, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship features the 93rd 93rd champion of this iteration of the belt, Hiromu Takahashi versus El Desperado. Uh, The one thing here that you have to really keep in mind is that this is a literal clash of styles in look and in the ring. These guys know each other for a very long time. I believe they used to tag with each other. Um, mm-hmm. They used to tag with each other. Yes. Um, the crazy part about this is they have a crazy mutual respect for each other. So there's no real rivalry here. It's just like, hey, we want to fight. We go great in the ring together. Let's just fucking fight. Uh, you have Takahashi, who's a little bit more out there, flamboyant in his nature. Uh, you have Desperado, who literally just likes to do death matches. It's his thing now. He just wanted to do a death match circuit. So Desperado's a little bit more serious, a little bit more laid back. A little, like He's kind of a Moxley-type uh, character. This is their first fight in 18 months, our first singles match together in over 18 months. It's a pretty story rivalry in the junior heavyweight spot. Takahashi wants the main event next year. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom, he's he's mentioned that. It's probably not happening. I know I saw that face, Zach. Um, so this is, a, this is just a toss of a, what do you like better? Do you like the strong, serious style that this bronze is going to give you? Or do you like uh, Takahashi's flamboyant, all over the place, wild attitude? Mr. YLP, what do, who do you favor in this matchup? I love these. I love both these guys. I, I really do. I, I, more so Takahashi than I would Desperado because Desperado actually had to grow on me. But I think personally, this is El Desperado's time to become junior heavyweight champion. This ma- this rivalry has just been so good. Their styles really mesh well with each other in the matches that they had over the years. And it's this rivalry has just grown to at such a level that it deserves to be high up on the Wrestle Kingdom card. And I'm just here to see it. I'm here to see all both sides, but I think it's Desperado's night. To, well, technically, kind of tomorrow, whatever time you're gonna watch this. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm side. I'm, I'm gonna ride with. I think Takahashi as a champion has been fantastic, but I would on, on the big stage. I mean, I, did do we forget the Desperado? I, Desperado was actually in a death match. We actually saw the man's face for the first time. Wasn't that by, for, wait, wasn't that by uh, what's that by accident? It was. Ripping it off, ripping the mask open and everything. And then we saw his <laughs> face. And then I saw, I, I thought I met God for two seconds because I thought I was going to die with the look that he had on his face. Like, oh, you're going to hit me? Watch this. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be a good match. I think this is going to be my dark horse for match of the night, personally. Yeah. But give me Desperado to become the new IWGP junior heavyweight champion. Yeah. I, I myself am favoring Desperado on this one as well. I think it's just because I really like the mask. I'm not gonna lie, the to mask you. is so sick. The mask is like, sick. I'm really, I'm really the promo, on the mask. Very yeah. It's a dope mask, man. Even the promo they had, like the last little bit, because I remember we were talking about um, the uh, videos on YouTube, and the last bit between these two, and this is why I, I, I'm just here for this match. Ta- Takahashi said, "Let's have fun," and you just see serious Desperado look like, "Oh, we'll have fun." That's all I needed to know about how good this match is gonna be between these two. And with the junior heavyweight title on the line that they put on every single time, man, it's going to be crazy. The junior heavyweights are everything you want to see that in North American wrestling that some may have missed. I'm just going to pull it like that. 
Yeah, so well, I'm, I'm assuming you're going with Desperado just based on mask alone. No, Takahashi, he's got it. Look at him. He's gorgeous. He's, <laughs> Dude, he does, he's, have, he's he does a, have great hair. Great hair, great look, great. He, he is a good, damn good junior heavyweight in, yeah. in New Japan, and they are blessed to have him. Yeah, so two more matches to go here. Here is the next match, the Never Open Weight Championship. So for those of you who do not know, open weight means since since uh, New Japan does do weight classes, per se, open weight means anybody can fight for this title no matter your weight because weights matter in New Japan, probably more so than any other professional wrestling organization. Um, so Absolutely. weights matter. So never open weight as people from uh, from any sort of weight class can fight for this championship, which sometimes can be argued as maybe the truest of all champions in New Japan pro wrestling. Um, so you have uh, Takagi Shingo defending his title against Tama Tonga, former Bullet Club member Tama Tonga, but he was smart enough to leave or get kicked out because <laughs> you don't leave the Bullet ask. Club. Yeah, you don't leave the Bullet Club, you get kicked out. Uh, Shingo Takagi... Uh, is the 41st never open weight champion. Uh, these guys are both three time never open weight champions. They also are both 41 years old. Um, Shingo got the championship by beating Tomatonga in Vegas. Um, that's how it occurred. Uh, Shingo wanted to have a whole list of people he wanted to defend his title against until Tom and Tonga was like, uh, no, F that. I want my rematch, and I'm going to do it at Wrestle Kingdom. And Shingo's like, huh, okay, let's do it. So that's how this match came to be. This is <laughs> <laughs> Again, again, people, New Japan booking towards Wrestle Kingdom. It's just, it, it gets wild. It's to the point, and that's what I kind of what I kind of like about it. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the story of the match. Yeah. Tonga wanted a rematch to get his title back. Shingo said, "All right, um, that is." The I booking. guess so. Yes. Uh, Will, who do you have here? Just on just on that story alone. Tonga Tonga's got it. Tonga Tonga's a. I. It's one of those things. Tonga Tonga should be in the states by now, but he's not. Yes. You know, he, he's got everything you need, but he's he's just not. And whatever, that's fine. It's not like he doesn't have the connects. Um, he's, throwing, he's throwing Ring of Honor titles against the wall. So let's, yeah, let's not forget that, that. That could also be an issue as well. Mr. YLP, who do you have here? Uh, it, it, I mean, I love me some Tama Tonga, but I'm going with Shingo to defend and, and retain. These, I mean, the never open weight championship is my favorite belt in New Japan. The design, it look good. It's, it's just great. It is a pretty looking belt. It is a fantastic belt. Top five for me right now, period. I mean, Zamatanga and Shingo Takagi, this is going to be a good match. And if, if you're going to be watching it, if you do get it on NGPW World, or if you just stream for free like some people that I know, but hey, you know, we're not going to talk about that, you're going to get a good match out of this. Open weight championship. No shame in streaming it. Yeah, enjoy it how you, how you will, but I'm going with Shingo. I'm gonna think I think Shingo retains here and says F your couch. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tamatanga because <laughs> <laughs> this is F your couch. I'm gonna go with Tamatanga here. I think this is a story that's just gonna keep on going and going just because Tamatanga's not going anywhere, to be completely yeah. honest with you. He's not going anywhere at all. Um so moving on to the other title that we totally forgot about, Mr. YLP, because we have to add the NJPW World television championship yeah, the one I don't count. List. yeah it's a very weird looking boxy belt it's a as well. very weird it looks yeah, like a yeah. fucking box yeah <laughs> yeah dude it's, like it's a weird looking belt dude I, I get the concept behind the championship itself it makes sense 
you know, old old WCW vibes just enter my body when I see, you know, I think of World Television Championships because that's the only one I actually recognize. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that, that's a weird-looking belt. Yeah, so you have the newly announced president, Hiroshi Tanahashi of NJPW, <laughs> challenging Zack Sabre Jr., who Will and I got to see at an Evolve event way back when. Um, nice. Very nice guy, because I think we took a picture of him, right, Will? Or at least I did. Yes, I did. I did, too. Yeah, yeah, he was really nice. I liked him a lot. Um, so here's the thing. The New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Championship has only been won by one person only, and that's Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. is the inaugural World TV Champion, and he's never lost it. He has had 16 successful title defenses. He is the winningest champion in modern new japan pro wrestling history he's going up yeah he's going up against not only the ace of njpw but the president of new japan pro wrestling i wonder who's gonna win guys (laughs) so here's the thing most champions no 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 way (laughs) yeah most championship matches have 60-minute time limits, usually. However, yeah. this is I think this is the second match on the card, I believe. Um, the second official match. Well, it should be. Yeah. This match is a 15-minute sprint. Okay. And if anybody's seen a Zack Sabre Jr. match, he works really slow. Really slow? Oh, someone say boring. <laughs> yeah. Google so, is Yeah. <laughs> He works extremely slow. So with that in mind, and Tanahashi can do whatever he wants, with that in mind, it's going to be interesting how this goes. This is, I think this is also the reason they're not giving it a 60-minute time limit because they're like, God, please don't. <laughs> they're like, you get this over not, with. You <laughs> yeah. Who said 60? <laughs> yeah. You're out of your mind. You're fired. Yeah, 15 minutes. Um, It screams that Tadahashi should beat him. Like, 16 reigns. He has more more title defenses than Okada on his best run with the IWGB Heavyweight Championship. Which I believe he did nine. Um, Sabres proved his point. And uh, I'm going to go with the semi-obvious point here. You have a new president. He's going to control everything in New Japan, including, I don't know, television. It would make sense that he would become the TV champion in this iteration. It'd be a it'd be an interesting dynamic to have your president also your television champion. Uh Will, are you also going with Tanahashi on yeah, this? Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Tanahashi on this one. That seems like a little <laughs> bit of a yeah. <laughs> you better believe it. Guy needs to make a first impression. You don't fuck with the boss. <laughs> he should he should beat him and then fire him like right after. <laughs> that would aim. Oh my god, that would be. Well, listen, heel Tanahashi. Give give him a heel Tanahashi president run. This is not Tanahashi will never be will never be a heel in his life. That's the best part about it. That's the it's best not believable. That's it. why <laughs> he is way too nice of a person. I'll give. He, him he, that. He's too he's too happy for himself. Like like he's he's a very nice guy. I mean, it, it just just like out of the fact that Zack Zebra Jr. actually challenged Hiroshi Tanahashi for this match for the championship, like literally called also him out. Also, a 
dumb move, but whatever. Very dumb move. Like, there's there's many things in life you don't think is really messed up. This is a really messed up move by yeah. ZSJ1. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Tanahashi, too. Not only for, like, the memes, not only for just the hilarity, uh, you know, social media is going to be with Wrestle Kingdom 18. But yeah. just to see Tanahashi do a press conference with the, <laughs> with the NJPW World Television Championship at the same podium as he is talking. Just for me, I think this gives me all the vibes in the world to pick Tanahashi for this match. Yeah, Tanahashi all all the way with that one. And ladies and gentlemen, go Ace and Team. Yeah. <laughs> that it's concludes our our Wrestle Kingdom uh, little preview. Again, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be happening in literally just a couple of hours after we are done with this recording. Uh, find it wherever you can. You can do New Japan Pro World, or you can find the stream illegally probably as well. Um, and and watch a lot if you decide to stay up. Yeah, shh, whatever. And yeah, watch wrestling. Whatever. There's like 700 sides of the same freaking thing. Do it. Anyway. It's good. It's good for your <laughs> yeah. mind, body, and soul. Watch and your wallet. AK. Yeah, listen, it changes all the time. It works out oh my for everybody. God. Uh, so with that being said, with all the things that we preview with Wrestle Kingdom, again, the second biggest event next to WrestleMania itself. I mean, it's not uh, all how- I mean, like, think, think about it like this mean, way. I think it's all in. I think it's all in. I think you got it wrong. It's the India. It's the Indy, not the Audi. It's the Indy, not the Audi. The Audi. I will just say this, though, for, for fun and everything. It, like, we got like, this, like, Wrestle Kingdom, and then in three weeks, we got Royal Rumble. Fuck. Yeah. It's a great time yeah. to dress like that. It's I love and, and on top of that, two days after Rumble is my birthday. So it just makes my birth month that much better. Very true. So with that being said, almost birthday, man. Um, how well good do you think this pay-per-view is going to be? Do you give it uh, one being the worst or ten being like the best thing in crowns, by the way? In crowns? Or talking about me, okay. Look, yeah. How good is this card going to be? How good do you think the pay-per-view is going to be, like execution-wise? Like, we already know what the card is. On paper, this looks like a I know really great card. Execution-wise, with Wrestle Kingdom, they don't miss. It's very hard just like as long as I've been watching New Japan to say that there has ever been a bad Wrestle Kingdom. I can't for the life of me do it. But there are some there are gonna be some matches on the card that are not always gonna catch with everything. But from with that being said, I'm going with a solid if we're doing you said one out of ten. Yes. Okay. What's up? We yeah, one out of ten, yeah. I'm going with a solid eight. The Wrestle Kingdom does not miss for me. The spectacle of it, the commentary, you know, whether it's going to be Japanese for you or English, if you're going to listen to it. Um, I will always say Wrestle Kingdom is good for the, you know, the mind, body and soul. It is just an experience Whether you're going to be there in Tokyo Dome or you're just going to be watching it at the crib like myself. Yeah, I'm giving it a solid eight. I know what they're capable of. And I know what they're going to do with the matches they have on the card. This is definitely a can't miss show for anybody who's going to get into it. And if this is your first Wrestle Kingdom, this is not a bad one to actually check out. Yeah, I agree. That's just, well, that's just well, Tarshak, what do you got for this? Well, guys, knowing you guys know me, I have all the inside scoops. <laughs> I heard one perfect, I'm going to give this a perfect 10, because the inside scoop is Ty Dillinger showing up. <laughs> he is a free agent. He is a free agent. He has he left AEW. Oh, man, that would be cool. left a, Yeah, his he left AEW. Sean Spears is like, wow, this what? sucks. So is Andr- Dude, he Andr- actually left? Oh, my God. Yeah, this yeah is he's Andr- a free agent. Andr- 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 if, shows up in, if she shows up at Wrestle Kingdom, that would actually be pretty, pretty freaking cool. No, yeah, Andrade's one out. Andrade's gone. Andrade's already gone? 
Andrade, Andrade shows up like at yeah, Wrestle Kingdom him. too. Hell, oh man, that would <laughs> be crazy too. But he's gonna he's going to WWE though. It's yeah, fine. I don't know. Their show's probably great. I'll go. I'll go. With, I'll go with uh, Fretz and Mr. YLP here and give it an eight. Yeah, I uh, for for me with Wrestle Kingdom. Um, again, this is the the second biggest event. The only going to beat to this WrestleMania. Uh, the quality, like Mr. YLP said, there you won't see anything better. They're consistently one of the best shows of the year. Every year, this card in particular seems a little less flash and more technical uh, with everybody involved in this, which will put on a great show for the pure pro wrestling fan. Um, and you're still going to get that Tokyo Dome spectacle. So for me, I'm going to go high here. Um, I'm going to give it a nine. I respect that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give I, it a I nine. Mean, I, I mean, I want to give it I want to give it higher. Don't get it twisted. But I want to save that for what else is on the card. I mean, you have the junior tag team uh Championship match that can really that could go either way for some, you know, with a catch 2 2 with uh, Francisco Akira and TJP. Yeah, that's right. Well, TJP is the opening Wrestle Kingdom, dude. I saw that. I'm like, that can't be. I can't be. He's opening Wrestle Kingdom, like Like, game, game blast TJ Perkins. Yes, it is TJ Perkins. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, my god. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I want to give it higher. And I mean, of course, you know, you got the got the battle royal that's done. That's going to be on the pre-show, in which the top, the last four men in that uh, what they call a Rambo or battle royal is basically going to fight for the King of Pro Wrestling trophy, twenty twenty four version. It's a very weird that that trophy is like not considered a championship by any means, but it is something that they actually defend the, the entire calendar year going into huh. next wrestle kingdom, which is absolutely, but, but there's a new champion every single year, which is the cool part about it. They've only been doing it for a few years, but I watch it just for my amusement to see who shows up. That's Somebody true, random they, might show up. They do have random rumble show, uh, people it's, showing up. It's a up. weird. Like, that one's just for like the people who are really gonna watch the pre-show. Everything else you can watch on your own. Yeah. Music, but the only thing that me, I, I yeah the only thing that I will miss from this is I don't know who the American announcer is, but I really you will make Russell Kingdom. Now he left. Some, ah. Yep. Yeah, he won. I, I don't know what he, they're gonna. I'm really want to be back with his like, family. That's. Fair. Yeah, I understand. I, I, hold on. I mean, you can check it real quick to see if he's. I, he probably will be doing Wrestle Kingdom. If he isn't, that would be a if very he, shocking. As long as it's not the, Jr. <laughs> it's not yeah. Oh God. What, what, what made it great for me watching Wrestle Kingdom? One is obviously the American translation of it yes. and the American announcing of it, obviously, because I don't know a lick of Japanese whatsoever. Uh, but mm-hmm. Kevin Kelly, even though he he didn't get. He probably needed a longer run in WWE because he was kind of the Byron Saxon of his era. Yeah, he was um, Byron yes. Saxon of his era. That's a great way of looking at it. I yeah, actually, he great. was very much the Byron Saxon of his era. But Kevin Kelly is a phenomenal announcer. Yeah, he sets absolutely. the scene perfectly. I wouldn't have been able to get through Wrestle Kingdom shows without Kevin Kelly meticulously describing what everything means. He was absolutely fantastic on it. So. Kevin so Kelly and Wrestle Kingdom just like went together like Mauro Ronaldo did in NXT. He is, he, I think he's one. Like he's shit. one of the key reasons for for the a lot of their um for the American audience is Kevin Kelly. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's Kevin Kelly. And then you got Rocky Romero doing freaking commentary. Yeah, he's gonna, he's probably going to be commentary this year. Why not? Because it works. Yeah, <sighs> Kevin Kelly. So, not, if Kevin Kelly's not there for Wrestle Kingdom, I'll be very upset. 
Yeah, according to Fretz, he will not be doing Wrestle Kingdom, which is fine. Let him take a break. He's he's uh, he deserves it. Uh, oh well, well we can relax a little bit because, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes the first episode of Kings of the Rings podcast of 2024 i want to obviously personally thank mr ylp of the young lions respective podcast for making his inaugural run on the show obviously you will welcome back anytime you want uh but first and foremost we're going to give the floor to you really quickly where can they find you promote your stuff the floor is yours Okay, anything, Okay. before I get into my stuff, Wrestle Kingdom is for the children. Just enjoy Wrestle Kingdom. I hope every single one of you do as much as you want to, whether it be free or you actually pay for NGBW World like I did. Getting that out of the way. On Give me your Twitter, password. You can find, I'll, we'll, I'll talk after. I'll, I'll text you. I got, <laughs> I got you, fam. No, I got you. No, seriously, if like, you know, even both of you, if you both want to watch it, like I think it's just for everybody. Yeah. You know, well, not my password, but you get the point. But yeah, that's um, fine. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on Twitter. Why, why do I have a feeling is probably going to just be like, yo, give me that too? I'm like, no. Fred's probably going to watch it no matter what. Fred's is going to watch it no matter what, and that's great. Uh, but you can find me over on Twitter at YL Perspective, over on Instagram at Young underscore Lions underscore Perspective. All the podcasting, it's, you can just find it. Squad. I mean, yeah, you can find it on like, uh, Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and of course that good Yo, old. Yo, Stitcher doesn't exist anymore. That's a shame. Stitcher got shut down. A few R.I.P. to Stitcher. I will. Oh, I will still say it in my podcast because I like Stitcher is like part of the you know reason I'm you know where I'm at right now. Yeah, I miss so, Stitcher. It was the fuck. I was the best. I miss app. Stitcher I miss it so much. Great stuff. Google Podcasts are getting shut down in a few months too. Yes. Yeah, yes. April. That's crazy to me. Like, where's my podcast going to go now? Spotify. Amazon. Spotify. Spotify. Amazon. Yeah, you, yeah, Spotify, is Spotify is dope. Spotify did a really Spotify good job. Spotify is great. Podcast. Amazon they, Music they, was just, just awesome, they, they too. It a little bit. You can add yeah. trailers. You can do a lot of crazy stuff with Spotify now. Yeah, it's fantastic. But those are the two main ones over there. At uh, Twitter, at YL Perspective, and over on Instagram, at Young underscore Lions underscore Perspective. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Tara, so are you ready to get us out of here? So many perspectives. Yeah, I got so you. many perspectives. Let's do this. Why not? <laughs> Ironically, Mr. Fred said, uh, iHeartRadio still exists, so that's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 364, Thy Kingdom Come. I have been your host, King Ricky Rose, and well, you'll be happy. You can actually find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets. That's not hyperbole. Will, I am back. Yeah, I I'm saw. still not going I saw I'm still not going to the Facebook question. profile picture. They got an intro or something. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not an intro. There's a reason for it. A lot of that will be revealed tomorrow. Uh, Find Kings of the Rings podcast at KOTR underscore podcast across all social media outlets. And most importantly, make sure you give us a vote for uh, Best Wrestling Podcast, sponsored by the Sports Podcast Awards. We are a finalist. The link to vote for us is in the first uh, link below in the description. We are a part of Wrestling Radio, as well as Mr. YLP, uh, Wrestling Radio, the cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast Network now, because we are a podcast network. You can find Wrestling Radio socials at Attic underscore Wrestle on Twitter, because I refuse to call it X, and Wrestle Attic Radio <laughs> everywhere 
else. The links to all of that, including some of our fantastic merch, is in the description below. Will Tarashock. Yeah, X is okay. It's a stupid name. It's just a letter. What would a, a letter ever do to you? Give you a paper cut? Mm -hmm. Come on now. Pussy. Well, the story, the, <laughs> real quick, real quick, real quick. The story is that was going to be the original website for PayPal. Yes, I did know that. And yeah, and he, he wouldn't, yeah, he was on the board because and the, the, the other board members were like, no. You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah. You know what about marketing? <laughs> and, he, and he wouldn't back down, and so they fired him off the board. Wow. And PayPal is dope, though. So thank you, Elon, yeah. for PayPal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm Will Tarras, Jason Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. You can find me right here. King's Rings Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, YLP, thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. Fantastic uh, journey. Yes, yes, fantastic long journey, just as I thought it was. So when we come back uh, next week, we are going to talk about all the fallout from Wrestle Kingdom. Probably not, because Mr. YLP probably will not be here. Um, who said? If, who knows? If the, who knows? The Rock might show up somewhere in the ether. Roman might do a response. Uh, Kevin Dunn might show up on TNA. Naomi might show up on WWE. There's a lot of things open in the world of 2024, but the only thing that's close is the acceptance of Slack on this podcast, because fuck you, Slack. Good Goodbye, you, good sir. night, and we'll see you next week.